Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Welcome back, Sarah. It's Saturday. It is, and I feel like at this point, you've been doing this for like a year. I know. I'm such a pro now. You really are. Yeah. You look like a pro even with your packing tape on your head. Thank you. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we distinguish <laughs> Sarah's headset from my headset. I get brown tape. That's right. You did that though. I did. Yeah. You totally look how much time it has saved us. You would not believe. <laughs> and how long did it take us to do the packing tape? Like oh, months. <laughs> <laughs> we used to pick up the headsets and I'd be like, cover your mic, tap your mic, move your mic away. And then we'd like, would be constantly trying to figure out which mic was which. Because afterwards they just go into a basket and they look identical. Right. And it matters because the audio level. Anyway, finally we were like, why don't we just mark one of them? Yeah. I'm sure no one's surprised that it took us that long to I know, do it. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a podcast? Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? actually. <laughs> You're a professional. I, I recently just bought magnetic cable wires. What are they called? They're wraps. Cable wraps. wraps? Because there's so many cords. And I cannot tell you how many times I've looked in the basket and, like, wanted to just throw it all through a window. <laughs> or cry. Do you, do you ever have that feeling? Like, I can't handle yes. this. I've said that to you many times. Like, I can't untangle these. You need to work this out. <laughs> yes. I just, this I, is it's, yours. It's just too much for me. Anyway, wow. That was a little little tangent. Welcome to Saturday, guys. That's right. That's That's how this vibe goes. It's actually very appropriate for what we're giving away today. Oh, yeah. Energy Plus. Mm-hmm. Have you had yours today? No. I have. Because you do yours in the afternoon. Yeah. I do mine in the morning. But that'll shift when I'm back to drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's it's a morning beverage for me. Vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, tiny bit of caffeine. Lots of delicious. Yeah. Are it, you still drinking yours hot? Yes, I am. I, and I'm sure I'll go back to cold, you know, once the weather starts to get a little bit warmer. But you love it. I love it. Yeah. It feels like such a treat for me. Yeah. And I used to enjoy it before, but now it's like, I'm going to sit with this warm mug uh, and like chill for a couple of minutes. That sounds nice. It is nice. I need to try and do that warm in the morning, like like hot tea or coffee in the morning. Yeah. I need to do that. I've had it I've had it later in the day warm, but I haven't done it in the morning warm and I'm going to do it. Anyway, that's what we're giving away today. And the cool thing about that is when we give away Energy Plus... It's 30 servings. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It is a lot. Because I only do one a day. Same with me. I used to do like two or three, mm-hmm. but now I only do one a day. But um, You well, did two or three? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, for like weeks and weeks. Along with coffee or that was when you weren't drinking yeah, don't coffee? don't judge me. Oh, no, no yeah. judgment. I'm just, <laughs> I would be wired. I probably was, <laughs> but I'm wired without it. Honestly, what it did for me was it transitioned me off of so much caffeine. Mm. 
I mean, that I could go from multiple energy plus and like more than a pot of coffee a day to just one energy plus and not feel like, I mean, have you noticed a change in my energy from like when I stopped drinking coffee? No. Yeah. I, I feel as good, maybe even a little bit better because I think there can be a real downside of having too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So that's what we're giving away today. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Today's questions are all about hormones. And cool. let me just say, we have done a ton of episodes on hormones. So if you have questions about hormones, a couple of things. Episodes 11 through 14, like way, way, way back, are a, a hormone mini series that would be great to revisit, especially if you like want to talk specifically about insulin and then you want to talk specifically about estrogen, specifically about thyroid hormones. Um, episodes 11 through 14, I know it's like way back, but that is a good place to start. The other thing that I really want to point you to is the Nutrition Fundamentals course because so many people have acknowledged, yeah, you have 800 some odd episodes of the show when you factor in episodes that haven't been numbered, but trying to like piece together um, something that is cohesive and kind of linear is tough to do. I agree. That is why we created Nutrition Fundamentals. It goes through hormones very specifically, talking estrogen, thyroid, insulin, leptin, ghrelin, progesterone, you name it. But it also goes through all of the macronutrients, a deep dive in carbohydrates, proteins, fats, as well as um, micronutrients and supplements, whether that's probiotics, vitamin D, magnesium, omega-3. So you can go to primalpotential.com hit the work with me tab and you'll see nutrition fundamentals right there. But that might be a great place to start if you have questions about hormones. Hmm. All right. You want to dive in with the first question? Yeah. It says, how do you lose weight after menopause? I never had a weight problem until I was 50. A lot of people feel like weight is out of their control or hormones are out of their control after menopause. And fortunately, neither of those things are true. It does make people feel a lot better to blame it on menopause, but the fact is we are still in control of hormonal balance and body composition after menopause. Yes, things do change, but the extent to which they change is largely based on you. And the reason that a lot of people have trouble with menopause and symptoms of menopause, effects of menopause, it's really quite frankly because they're not doing their part to take care of themselves. And this is in no way blame or shame, right? I'm not criticizing you at all, but when we know better, we can do better. And if you've just been believing, oh, it's menopause and I can't do anything, then you are out of your power. I want you to be in your power. First things first, from a really high level, Some people think that you just don't produce more estrogen or progesterone after menopause, and that's actually not true. It is true that the ovaries do not produce as much of those sex hormones. They then produce very little after menopause, but here's what a lot of people don't know. Your body is designed for your adrenals, your adrenal glands, to pick up the slack. So after menopause, the way your body is designed is for the ovarian function to go down 
but the adrenal function to pick up. So when I talk to people who are experiencing a lot of hot flashes, a lot of night sweats, a lot of weight gain, a lot of mood swings, what I first am looking at is, is adrenal function compromised? And for most people, it is. What is one of the number one ways that we compromise our adrenal function? Do you want to take a guess, Sarah? I can't guess. Stress. Huh. Because the adrenal glands are what produce cortisol, the stress hormone. And how many of us are or know someone who is a 40 plus, 50 plus female who's under chronic stress? Mm. And sometimes that is the emotional mental stress that we first think of when we think of stress, but a lot of it is also physical stress. And that physical stress can come from not getting enough sleep. That physical stress can come from overeating. That physical stress can come from uh, eating the wrong things for your body, whether that is as simple as over-consuming sugar or it's eating foods to which you are sensitive. When your adrenals are overtaxed, they don't have the capacity to pick up the slack from your ovarian function at and after menopause. So there are two hormones that kind of rule the roost when we're talking about menopause, and those are insulin and cortisol, cortisol being the stress hormone. If you optimize for these things, you balance insulin and cortisol, you really structure your lifestyle to support healthy insulin response, healthy cortisol response, then you are going to see results. And if you don't, if you continue to eat in a way that insulin is not managed or live in a way that insulin is not managed, if you continue to eat or live in a way that cortisol is not managed, you're going to struggle. That's it. The beautiful thing about insulin and cortisol is that they are so dramatically influenced by diet and lifestyle, okay? Insulin is a storage hormone. It is an anabolic hormone. And when it is elevated, it turns off or at least significantly impairs fat burning, right? Insulin is produced and released in response to a couple of things. High blood sugar is the common one, but also stress. So if we are eating too much, if we are eating too much sugar, too much processed food, even sugar in its natural form, so we could be talking about fruit, we could be talking about rice, we could be talking about pasta, we could be talking about wine. That's right, wine, sugar, right? As much as people don't want to hear it, then we are not controlling for insulin and you will absolutely full stop struggle with menopause. Stress management is one of the biggest factors when it comes to desiring to either control menopausal symptoms or lose weight after menopause. So we have to consider all of the signs of stress, one being the mental and emotional stress. You've got to stop losing your mind when you lose your keys. It's not that big of a deal. You don't have to get keyed up every single time you get an email that you don't like or you find out that you have another project at work. Pick and choose wisely because your health depends on it. The little stressors, let them go. They will dial up your menopausal symptoms and they will make fat loss a lot harder. But I don't want people to think that it's just the physical and emotional stress because 
Overeating is a stressor on your body. Processed food and sugars are a stressor on your body. Caffeine is a stressor on your body. Alcohol is a stressor on your body. Toxins, whether that is in the food that you eat, the water that you drink, the air that you breathe, the cleaning products that you use, the makeup that you use, those are chemical stressors. Now, do we have to be purists? Do we have to be perfectionists? No. But let's get real that the answer is not eat less, move more. Sure, there is a component that can be helped because exercise can lower stress. And many folks absolutely unquestionably need to eat less. But at the end of the day, it comes down to insulin and cortisol. And we've done a ton of episodes on both of these. But when you optimize for insulin, you optimize for cortisol, you make fat burning way easier in menopause or really irregardless of menopause. How do I balance my hormones? I am having hormonal issues and I believe it is one of the main issues keeping me from being able to drop the rest of this weight. Know your symptoms first and foremost, because this this phrase hormonal issues doesn't really help us solve the problem. Even balancing hormones, it's a different approach if you're high estrogen or if you're low estrogen, right? It's a different approach if you have a thyroid issue versus if you have a cortisol issue. And, And many of them are going to have similar approaches. You could go about, you know, getting hormonal testing. There's nothing wrong with that. Dr. Beth Westy recommends Dutch testing, D-U-T-C-H. It's a specific uh, hormonal panel that's run. And whether it's covered by your insurance, I don't know, but that's something you can look into. The reality is, though, our body is going to give us a lot of these signs and signals. And part of it is just learning. So if you're like, I don't really know, I feel like something's off, you can start with something as simple as the Nutrition Fundamentals course to kind of learn what the different hormones do. And that's going to give you a really good idea of what this imbalance is. But if somebody reached out to me and said, I'm having hormonal issues, I wouldn't start with a solution. I'd start with a hundred more questions. What are those issues? What are you experiencing? It's not okay to just be like, well, I'm putting on extra weight. Okay, tell me what else. How are you sleeping? How do you feel when you wake up? Are you able to fall asleep quickly? Do you stay asleep throughout the night? Do you wake up feeling rested? Those particular questions are going to tell us a lot about cortisol and melatonin, right? Um, How's your energy? How's your body temperature? Like, do you run hot? Do you run cold? Is there a lot of variability? Is it pretty consistent? Do you not notice anything there? Everything seems to be fine. Those questions and many others can tell us a little bit more about uh, your thyroid function. Tell me about your stress. Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel anxious? How often would you classify a moment of getting stressed out? Is that something that happens multiple times a day? Is it something that happens only once or twice a month? Do you feel generally pretty calm? Tell me about your stress management practices. Do you spend time outside? Do you meditate? Do you, you know, whatever it is, those are going to tell us about cortisol. Um, If you have hormonal issues, and you're still having a cycle. Like, when was your last menstrual period? Are they regular? Uh, What do you experience? Do you have a lot of pain or cramping? Those kinds of questions are gonna tell us about estrogen and progesterone. That 
first place we have to start is with clarity. What is going on? And yes, one path to that is hormonal testing, but even that doesn't take the place for some of these common sense questions that can allow us to dig in a little bit more deeply. The second part of my answer there is that there are some overarching strategies that really benefit all of our hormones, right? Because there is no such thing as like one hormonal isolated issue. Our hormones are an interconnected network, whether we're talking about insulin, leptin, ghrelin, glucagon, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, thyroid, adrenal, you name it. They're all connected. And when one moves, they kind of all move a little bit with it. But there are a handful of strategies that really touch on all of them, okay? One is fewer processed foods. Fewer processed foods. Eat more real whole foods as nature intended them. They're not in a bag or a box or a package. They're, they're you know, things that you would buy in the perimeter of the grocery store. Fewer processed foods, more whole foods. Another one is minimizing starch and sugar. I'm not saying eliminating. It is not the enemy, but no question for cortisol, for estrogen, for insulin, for thyroid hormones, less of the processed sugars and starches and even the natural sugars and starches is going to be better. If you have a goal of fat loss, a real simple rule of thumb here is start your sugar at the evening meal, but not earlier in the day. But there are so many different ways to approach it. What is an improvement for you? How can you have a little bit less starch or a little bit less sugar today? The goal is not zero, but the goal is let's control that, all right? That's another one of these universal strategies. Another is minimizing toxins. A great place to start here is with a good quality water filter. I've done episodes purely on water filtration, but a good quality water filter is a big part of that, as well as getting foods that are organic. And when you have to be selective about it, let's say you're, you're not in a budget place where you're going to buy everything organic, then uh, Google the Dirty Dozen. Just Google Dirty Dozen and the list will come right up. Those are the things that you're going to want to um, prioritize buying organic. So let me just um, Google it right now. Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 is uh, what these are referred to as the dirty dozen are the things that if you're going to buy anything organic, you want it to be these things. And the clean 15 are kind of the ones that you can get away with non-organic. Um, and, and these lists might vary a little bit depending on who puts it out. But more often than not, what we see is that the dirty dozen, the ones that you want to spend the extra money on, are things where you're like eating the outside of it. So what you won't see on the dirty dozen and is much more likely to be on the clean 15 is a banana because the banana is protected fairly significantly by the peel. So unless you're eating the banana peel, you're a weirdo, you're, you're probably good with the non-organic bananas if you have to choose where your dollars are going. But things like strawberries, spinach, kale, apples, peaches, pears, tomatoes, celery, potatoes, you see the point. You, you eat the outside. You want to spring to spend a little bit more to get those organic. Um, the Clean 15 avocados are an example because you don't eat the outside of it. Pineapples are an example because, again, you don't eat the inside of it. Um, and, again, if you if you Google this, you will uh, get a sense. There are some exceptions, like 
clean 15 includes cabbage and cauliflower and broccoli, even though you do eat the outside of that. So there are some exceptions. And I think part of that is because cabbage and cauliflower and broccoli, your cruciferous vegetables are really great at detox. But I personally just go with that rule of thumb that if the outside is exposed and I'm going to eat it, then I spring for organic on that if I have to choose where my dollars go. Stress management is a universal strategy for balancing your hormones. No matter what your hormonal issue is, stress management, not overeating, meditation, not freaking out over every little thing, that is a big part of it. And then sleep. Sleep has a massive impact on our hormones. So we're not just talking about the quantity of sleep. We're also talking about the quality of sleep. If you can get to bed earlier, if you can minimize the exposure to blue light or electronic devices before you go to bed, if you can lower the temperature of your sleeping quarters so it's a little bit cooler in there, all of those kinds of things are going to be really, really great for sleep, which is really, really great for hormones. And then lastly, universal strategy for hormone balance is going to be exercise. And that can be as simple as going for a walk outside or it can be weight training. But exercise is really great for balancing hormones. Hmm. I feel like that was like a whole episode in and of itself. I know. And, and when you go on with like a longer answer sometimes, I just get so involved in what you're saying. <laughs> I, I need to refocus. It's all good. Yeah. I have a role here. Okay. Uh, looks like one more question and it says, how to lose weight with PCOS? All right, so PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was about 16 years old. And essentially, what it refers to, the diagnostic criteria, is a certain number of cysts in, in uh, your ovaries. And a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I have PCOS, so that means I'm just going to have weight problems. And I call garbage on that. Oftentimes, PCOS is a reflection of estrogen dominance, which means... Either your body is producing extra estrogen and or your body is not efficiently clearing estrogen. We don't want estrogen to build up. Our body is going to produce estrogen, but our body also needs to be able to metabolize and excrete estrogen. Otherwise, it just continues to accumulate. The estrogen clearance is, is what's called phase two detoxification. And for a lot of people with PCOS, they don't realize that they have like a toxic buildup kind of situation. And sometimes, as was the case with me, my body had an impaired ability to detox. So I had to take specific measures to help my body detoxify. And one of the easiest ways that I did that was upping my, my consumption of cruciferous vegetables because they're really, really good at detox. So I doubled down on my intake of broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, cabbage, and that was a big game changer. Another thing for PCOS is sugar. It's got to go. That doesn't mean you can never have an apple again, but all of the processed and refined sugars really, really need to be minimized in, in people who have PCOS. And the other thing that is a big factor with PCOS is stress management. Again, it just goes back to the fact that all of our hormones are really significantly impacted by things like toxins, by things like stress, by things like sleep deprivation. Um, but there is no truth 
to this idea that you can't lose weight with PCOS. And there is no truth to the notion that you cannot overcome PCOS because you can both lose weight and also overcome PCOS. And I would say your biggest priorities are going to be detox, which is part minimizing toxic exposure. You've got to really prioritize the organic side of food. You've really got to prioritize getting a water filter. Use uh, house cleaning products that are less toxic. Don't eat or drink out of plastics. Um, So that's Tupperware, that's plastic water bottles, it's plastic utensils. Certainly don't take a Tupperware container that's plastic and put it in the microwave because that effect is exacerbated when we heat these things. Um, Stress management, sleep, all of those are going to go a really, really long way towards helping with PCOS. Yeah. And guys, we've done episodes on all of this stuff. We've done episodes on cortisol, episodes on insulin, episodes on PCOS, episodes on thyroid, multiple episodes on thyroid. Um, Hell, probably 20 episodes on insulin. So use the podcast as a resource here. And if it overwhelms you that there's so many episodes, check out the Nutrition Fundamentals course because it's super, super affordable, but it's also very linear and very guided. And while yes, a lot of the information in there is on the podcast, if you're looking for it to be easily accessible and linear, that's a great thing to check out. You just have to go to primalpotential.com, hit the work with me link in the upper right-hand corner of the page and uh, you'll see that course right there. But also go back and listen to to episodes 11 through 14. Go to primalpotential.com, search PCOS, or search thyroid, search cortisol. You're going to get a ton of stuff that comes up when you do that. And as always, if you have questions, let us know. I think the most common way that we get questions is when people join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. We've got a free Primal Potential Facebook group, and people are always asking great questions in there. Um, But we will continue talking about hormones as long as uh, people keep asking questions about it. Yeah, Absolutely. Also, listen to Dr. Beth Westy's episode. Gosh, what was that? Let me look and see when that was. That was, hmm, here we go, episode 709. So if you listen to episode 709, uh, Dr. Beth Westy talks about that a lot as well. So that is a good one to check out too. All right, Energy Plus, we're giving it away. Box of 30. Mm -hmm. And it is going to somebody who left a review on Apple Podcasts, which is one of the many ways to win. Who won? This is their Apple handle, which is, is that an I or is that an L? I think it's an L. I think it's an L too. L Christians, L-C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S. You won a box of Energy Plus. All you got to do is email Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at primalpotential.com. You have 60 days to claim your prize. Otherwise, we will drink it hot or cold because mm-hmm. we are huge fans of Energy Plus. Mm-hmm. It's always around here. Um, we'll also link to it in the show notes if you didn't win and you're curious about what it is uh, or trying it out. And you can win. We give something away every single Saturday. All you got to do is leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, or you can leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, or just take a screenshot as you listen to the podcast, post that on Facebook or Instagram, share it with the world, tag me, and you might win. What are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about redecorating. Ooh. 
I know. And it's something I love to do, but I just don't love to spend money on it. Right. So That's I don't do it rub. often. Like, yeah. Mm. And like, I'll go and look at things. Talk just yourself out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or I think to myself like, well, I could make that. Mm. But then I never do. I can't make anything. I'm jealous. Yes, you can. What can I make? How about these counters right here? Oh, well, I held a blowtorch. That counts. I torched them. <laughs> that definitely that was counts. It, though. You used a blowtorch. I know. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Was it even a blowtorch or was it a butane? I don't know. I don't I know totally, the difference. Yeah, it really. counted. Yeah, definitely. It like shot fire out from it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing this weekend? I feel like my answers are always so lame on this. Like just work around the house and work, work. Yeah, but you enjoy those things. I do. Yeah. I spent Love last weekend lame. cleaning his office. Yes. Because like, there was 700 million boxes mm -hmm. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it was overwhelming me. And so I just had to like buckle down and get it done. Yeah. And I think since day one, there hasn't been like a designated place for some things. No. So they just end up yeah. sort well, of everywhere. Everything from the house or you know, whatever just ended up kind of in this catch-all space. So, mm -hmm. yeah, since I got that kind of mostly where I wanted it to be, um, I think I'm just going to just gonna catch up on some work stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, everybody, we want to give you a gift. So go ahead and uh, rate, review, comment, share, all of that good stuff, and you might win next week. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.